Future Hacker. Life. Path. Future. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Future Hacker. I'm your host, Maria Taigi, and today we're talking to Alon Raz. Alon is a passionate serial entrepreneur and investor with over 15 years of experience in building and managing technological startups in a variety of fields, platforms, and environments. He's from Israel and is currently the CEO of Sodio, which connects offline to online in any environment by providing the next generation of interactive scanning technology that enables users to easily scan a small marker and to be instantly connected to any actionable content. Hi, Alon. It's so great to have you with us. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. I'm doing great. Thank you very much, Maria. It was a pleasure to hear your how you describe the, our company. It was very sharp. <laughs> I was going to ask you, so did, did I pronounce it right? Is it Sodio? How, how, how do you say it? Yeah, it's Sodio. And actually, Sodio, it's two words in Hebrew that it's Sod and Dio, which is secret ink. Because in the beginning, we thought that our tag will be only used by people that we want them to use it, like a secret ink. So if you scan it and you don't have our app, you cannot do anything with it. But only if you have our app and we allow you to do it, then you see what's behind this tag. So it started like Secret Inc. Interesting, interesting. So let's move that way. Let's start by covering the beginning, right? So what was the inspiration behind this Secret Inc? And what do you find it different compared to other similar solutions on the market? Okay, great. So the inspiration was that me and the two of my colleagues, who are the co-founder of Sodio as well, went to Japan a few years ago. And we saw that everybody in Japan scanning a QR code. You know QR code, everybody familiar now with this code. And when you scan, you come to the online after a second or something like that. But it wasn't so convenient. It wasn't so nice to scan it because you need to aim your phone to the code and to be very close to the code and you couldn't do it from an angle. And it doesn't work so well and the user experience wasn't so good. And because... Two of my colleagues are physicists from uh, Weizmann Institute in Israel, who is one of the best institutes in Israel. They thought to themselves that we can create a new tag, a new code that can work much better than the QR code and uh, maybe fit the environment right now better than the existing codes. That was uh, how we started with everything. Then we decided that we can create it based on colors. So our tag look totally different. It's based on colors, six colors, look like more than a cube of colors than a code, but it gives you a lot of abil many abilities. And just uh, if I look a little bit from uh, above, the idea of tag is that you connect the physical world to the online. Most of the tags, like the QR code, our code, and uh, there's not many others, but uh, both of those tags The idea is to bring the offline to the online, as you mentioned, to bring any physical object to the online. And uh, this is actually our vision. Our vision is to be able to penetrate our tag to all the physical world everywhere, advertising, payment, logistics solution, and others. Okay, great. So I for sure would like to cover those industries, but before we get into that and try not to get too technical with the audience, 
So um, I understand that, you know, one of your differences is that you're using those six colors, which, you know, makes a better result. But also, I think you mentioned to me that uh, another type of competitors is using radio frequency instead of visual. And which would be the main differences for that? The, the radio frequency, like RFID, it's one of the tags. It's not a visual tag, but it's a tag that can connect you also to help you to identify a physical uh, object. There is others. There is a, like acoustic tag, like Alexa and uh, Shazam, you know, that they based on voice recognition instead of visual recognition. But our tag, the, the only tags that actually use visual recognition is QR code and our code. And maybe you can uh, talk about uh, the barcode as well, but the barcode doesn't go to the online. It's more for a closed garden. Great, great. So is there any specific demographic that is more prone to making use of it, to, to actually, you know, being maybe the early adopters, the younger generation, or is it being used by anybody? Well, the early adopters for us is the Latin America, especially Argentina, actually all the Latin America and the, the center of America. We also work in the East, in Korea and the, in the Philippines and other places. But I think that very soon, maybe in about one or two years, you will be able to see and uh, use our technology all over the world. Right now, we negotiate with many, many countries all around, start from India, U.S., Europe, and others. And uh, actually, I don't want to talk too much about our technology, but it's really one of the best in the world right now. And uh, I'm very happy to say that many, many TV channels and others approach us and ask about this solution, and we negotiate with them. And I guess that in about a year or two, most of the world will enjoy from our solution. So let's try to cover the industries, right? So one of our focus is the television industry, correct? So with all the technologies available, why do you think television hasn't reached the level of interactivity we aspire for? Which do you consider the main challenges for us not to be able, regardless of the type of screen we're using, to simply purchase a product or service right when we're consuming the content? Or even more simply, if I want to get a customized information about it? Okay, first, it's a really great question. Before I answer straight ahead to, to this question, I have to talk about why we decided to penetrate in the beginning on TV and not other industries. So, you know, many industries use tech. As we mentioned before, it can be logistic. When you go to a supermarket and you buy a stuff, immediately you take them and in order to pay, you have to scan each one of them in the counter. Otherwise, you cannot buy them. Even in the most advanced uh, supermarket like Amazon, stuff like that, you need to go through the cashier and in some way, to scan something or to tell the cashier that you bought something, okay? So actually you need a tag all over every industry, need a tag, any kind of a tag. It can be RFID, QR code, our code, barcode, whatever. Now, when we decided that all the world will use it in any industry, and the beginning was decided which one of the industry really need it. And uh, as you mentioned, the TV really needed. Why? Because after 50 years that we get used to watch the TV and there is actually no connection except the remote control, which is very old technology. Everybody use it for volume, maybe to increase the volume or to change 
channel, not more than that. Nobody understand what is this remote control do on your table. <laughs> you cannot do anything with it. Especially you cannot interact with the content on the screen. We thought to ourselves that we want to be exposed to millions of people that will know about our tag and the ability of the user to interact with the screen and with the content. And that's why we decided, because that the TV have a big pain right now. I don't know if you know, but 10 years ago, 90% of the budget of the advertisers went to the TV channels, TV channels. And right now it's less than 50%. Where is the rest? The rest is on the online. Everybody understand, understood that when you advertise on the online, you immediately get to know if the users like it or not, if they want to approach something or not how many clicks you have, and actually, you know everything. When you watch TV, nobody knows how many people in your house like to buy the product or not. It's just a brand awareness. So we decided that it's about time to make this TV a shoppable TV. And actually, to be able to bring TV channels to be an e-commerce and to work the same way that the e-commerce work, like when you're shopping on online, uh, Amazon, eBay, whatever, immediately you like something, you touch the banner, you know exactly what you buy, how much it costs, when it will be delivered to your house, and you can give it back and everything. When you watch TV, they are like years back. So that's why we decided that we will penetrate through the TV first, because they have a big pain and they lose customers and money right now every second. And when they will understand that they must behave the same way like the companies in the e-commerce behave and uh, to let the people interact with the content, interact with the advertising, to be able to, to send them targeted advertising and not just advertising. I don't like that they will send me to buy a scarf. I don't know. I like them to, to give me the advertising that fit my passion and not any people's passion like children and stuff like that. And all the big companies right now like Netflix and Apple and all of the big giants, they know already to understand the customers and to target the customers with a specific advertising and specific content that fit their desire. Yeah, you know, and I completely agree with everything you said. Still, so what's your feeling that there's such a delay in this industry? Do you think that's because of such a traditional old, like it's it's one of those cases that is hard to change and you either adapt or die? Or do you think that there are other reasons like infrastructure or logistics or is it too complex? Like what's going on? Well, they all change. Maybe slowly than we think, but they change. First, they must change because everybody needs to do a streaming right now and they, they, they are on, in the online and they, they like duplicate themselves to the online and the one is the parallel or the other TV. But um, I think that in a few years, everything will change because right now there is a lot of merge, merge and acquisition in this industry like Viacom, both AT&T and AT&T, both this and this. All the big giants change. Because this industry lose money, and when industry lose money, they start to be become like a more. Uh, they have to be more official, more smart. And part of it is to be able to to change the the business model and to go start to be like shoppable TV, uh, e-commerce, and to start to deliver a sales instead of just brand recognition. So you're you're forced to innovate when when it gets to your pocket, right? 
So which other industries would this O2O device apply in your view? I mean, I understand that the vision is to have it all connected, right? But I remember you mentioned to me logistics. Could we cover some of that? Oh, yeah. We have an, another company, which is our daughter company. I don't know if you say that. Uh, with a big company called Zim. Zim is a six and a half, uh, seven billion dollar uh, Nasdaq company that actually do a maritime logistic and shipping. And they actually partner with us in order to create a new technology for the logistic industry based on our color code solutions. And uh, right now we approach many countries and many warehouses, big, huge warehouses, in order to try to give them a better solution that they have right now based on our uh, color code solutions. Actually, as you mentioned, it can fit many, many industries, even cyber and others. And But the beginning is media. That's where we started. Now it's logistic. And very soon it will be payment, NFT, metaverse, as you ask, and many others. We're not going to stop on the TV. I think you also mentioned the inter entertainment, like people in huge stadiums, even being very far away, would be able to be scanning something from a very far distance, right? So how, how, how far do, did you say that, that you can actually get? Oh, hundreds of meters. If you can see it, you can scan it. It has actually no limitation. The only limitation is your eyes, because if you cannot see what you scan, you cannot scan it because you don't know where to aim the phone. But when you take a picture with your iPhone or with your whatever phone you have, the distance that you can take a picture is the distance that we can scan. I tried it myself from three or 400 meters and it works amazing. Probably it can work better, but no need. Just imagine that you, when you drive with your car and you see a billboards around you, they're all between 50 to 100 meters from you. So you don't need more than that and it's enough. Okay, got it. So I like that you mentioned the metaverse. This is something that you know we started to cover recently as naturally when talking about the future. The new trendy term, just to say that the future is going to be 100% everything connected, right? So for sure, technologies like that will have to play an important role to be able to connect physical to digital. So which role do you see this playing? And, and just trying to, to, to be a little more creative, right? Thinking about the coming decades, really. Do you see any really different evolution from, from connecting O2O in a metaverse universe? Uh, what's your view regarding just thinking out of the box? Well, the metaverse, for me, I think that it's amazing. It's going to work, but I thought uh, also that the augmented reality will work very good. And it doesn't, let's say, until now, I cannot see many industries use uh, augmented reality, except, I don't know, a few games and stuff like that. I was sure that many industries will adopt this kind of technology because it's really amazing. I don't know if you had the chance to try it, but such a nice technology. But it doesn't catch until now, uh, not in a big scale or not in a huge scale, at least. The metaverse, which is a little bit, I don't know, remind me the augmented reality. I, I like the idea that you connect to a website, which is not just a flat website that have no connection to you. You can see your avatar, you can see everything in three dimension. You can try to wear clothes and yourself and really feel the, the, the environment much more than what we get used to on the website right now. But 
our job in this case will be only to give maybe the, the gateway to start with it, because anyway, you need to connect to the new metaverse you like. Let's say that you want to go to the metaverse of Disney, okay? So you need somewhere to connect with Disney. And if Disney want to promote it, they need to put a gateway. So one of the gateways is the, the same like today. You go to our website, www.disneymetaverse.com, and that's it. But the other way is to add a code that you can scan it and immediately go to the place that you like. For example, if they tell you, look, you want to approach one of the Disney parks, scan this and immediately you start to walk on the park there. So uh, we can be a very good gateway link to the metaverse. I cannot see any other use cases right now during the time that you are in the metaverse because then you are online already. So you don't need to scan anything. You are online already. Well, what about scanning ourselves? I've already interviewed a couple of people, futurists especially, that shipped themselves. I don't know, who knows? Do you think that tagging, tagging not only objects, but tagging ourselves will ever be a trend? Mm, I think that from GDPR, I don't know, privacy <laughs> stuff, it will, it's going to be hard. Yeah, exactly. GDPR and plus we're super going to be hackable at some point, right? Anyway, I wouldn't start with it in Brazil right now. <laughs> <laughs> you have uh, your, your prime minister is a little bit, I don't know, but I wouldn't start not in Israel, not in Brazil, maybe in Norway. They can start very, very educated and very behave. I don't know. I, I, do, I wouldn't like that somebody will scan me and get to know everything about me. Only if I want to give this permission. Well, who knows? Anyway, it's not the first thing that I would do with a tag recognition or with a face recognition because there is a lot of dangerous, uh, you know, the way to lose everything and to win everything is a very, very sensitive uh, line, you know, because we all inspired from this metaverse and from the, the other options that they open to us with the technology. But from the other side, uh, we don't like to lose all our privacy and to give to everybody our details because it's uh, dangerous. People use it, you know. People use these details to do sometimes the bad stuff, bad things, not only good things. Yeah. So, um, lastly, what's your view of, you know, the future of advertising in general? Do you think the relevance will ever win the game against experience interruption? And that's exactly what you were talking about back when we were talking about television, right? Of, of having the message targeted in a way that's within your interests. But still, do you think that we will be able to evolve in a way that is going to be more relevant and less intrusive? What's your view about that? I think that we're going to enjoy in the future from more and more targeted advertising because people have no energy anymore to, to look at TV and to see hundreds of advertisings every 10 minutes, five minutes in the YouTube or wherever you look, there's a lot of advertising and I know that I cannot, I cannot stand it anymore. I, I would like to pay and see everything without advertising or to get the advertising that targeted for me related to me, to my passion, to what I like, hobbies. I don't care if I see advertising that is really fit me. I like advertising, but I don't like 10 minutes of advertising during the TV in the evening that nothing relevant for me. 
this is just a waste of time. And instead of that, I'm recording this uh, show and they lose me. Because when you record a show, actually they lose you with all the advertising and everything. So I guess that in the future, we're going to enjoy more and more from targeted advertising. They will learn our habits and, uh, you know, they do it already. Amazon and Facebook and all the others, they know exactly what you like. I think that they, they do a very good job and all the others will have to do the same. Otherwise, they will lose the customer. That's awesome. Alon, thank you so much for being here with us today. It was great having you and learning more about, you know, the O2 universe. You know, I'm leaving the last word to you. If there's anything else you'd like to say and share with our networks, just feel free. It was such a pleasure having you. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Maria. I think that you you are doing a really great job in order to, to bring the future to right now. And it, I'm really appreciated that you let me be here and explain what we are doing and what is my vision. And I hope the world will be better and better in the future. Awesome. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. <laughs> future Hacker. Life. Path. Future. 